This episode of The Final Score is brought to you in part by Harry's at harrys.com. For guys like you that want a great shave experience for a fraction of what you're paying now. Go to harrys.com and get $5 off your first purchase by entering the code FINALSCORE when you check out. That's harrys, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com and 5 bucks off by using the code FINALSCORE. This is the Final Score, episode 165, for Wednesday, July 23rd, 2014. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Final Score. This is the Final Score, the video game podcast for the rest of us. My name is Scott Johnson. I'm joined by Nicole. Hello. Hello. Hi, and Brian. Hello, Brian. Hi, hello. Hello, hi, Scott. How are you? Fine. <laughs> know what I'm ready to do? What? Dance. Let me guess. I'm you're going to say talk about playing video games. Is that what you're going to say? Talk about playing some video ah, games. Ah, that's a shocker. I've never heard you say that before. It's not like you <laughs> start every week with that statement. <laughs> I like it, man. Never go. No, go. Don't go changing. No, me, never. Me neither, where I can't pronounce anything. Hey, we're back. It's time to talk about video games on the eve of... Was it the Eve? Yeah, tomorrow Comic Con San Diego yeah, kicks Thursday. off. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, while Five it's not days of fun, it's not the biggest game uh, news conference in the world. It is certainly one where stuff can happen. Things can be can be revealed. We have a few stories about what we know, but it's a, it's a big venue. Sure, Gamers go. Yeah, sure. I I think I remember the reason I came on this show for the first time was I was reporting on Comic Con yep. <laughs> news, reporting live. That's- we're party live. Nicole Spag in the crowd, and you and you said, "Hey, we uh, Stan Lee signed Mark's penis or something." <laughs> iPad. My, oh, enough. sorry, iPad. iPad. <laughs> and uh, you were and you were talking about some of the game stuff you saw on, on the floor there. Yeah, and the Spider Man's game. Oh, that's right. Back in the see, yeah. this would have been the first. No, 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 wait. Was it the rebooted Spider Man or was it? Yeah, it would have been. It was when you Spider- could play alternate Spider Man. Yeah. That, oh, but oh. But could you- you like shoot a web? I mean, was that like yeah, part of the game mechanic? It was all always. You always shoot webs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think you have a Spider-Man game without shooting webs? I think not. <laughs> that would be a horrible Spider-Man game. Well, we don't know. I mean, we don't have any idea about big surprises. They, this could be used as a as a venue for somebody to make a big announcement, but usually not. Like Blizzard goes, but they just do a booth with swag. And it was it was a lot of fun. I remember DCUO was there, and oh, right. they released a lot of news on that game. I haven't been able to get tickets since. Game's still good, by the way. Mm-hmm. That uh, DCUO game. Still Free going strong. Yeah, they're making money. It's doing all right. Uh, yeah, well, we'll talk about that and more here as we uh, get going. But let's start with what we've been playing. Hey, what are you playing? <laughs> My usual stuff. World of Warcraft, Diablo, that kind of stuff. Hearthstone. Yada, got a yada. Big, uh, big update with the uh, Nax Ramus expansion. It's a single player adventure mode thing. And have you it's, tried it yet? Oh yeah, I like it a lot. It's good. Oh, I need to play, I need to download it. It's good. It's kind of more my speed. I'm not really into the competitive uh, scene. You know, like mm-hmm. I just get my butt handed to me. I'm not very good. I never feel like my decks are very good. Oh, here are you are you missing this? Here's your butt. There you go. Yeah, there's your butt. Uh, I'll go and like look up decks and say, well, I'll try that, and then. I think I'm doing okay, but then I think, well, I don't know. And then I'll go look at the deck and someone will say, ah, that was so last week. Here's this week's deck. It's like, really? Can't we just settle on some damn cards? So then I never feel like I know what I'm doing. 
And it's not like I don't have friends who are really good at it, a.k.a. freaking Dills, the freaking wonder monkey. He can give me an advice I need any time. I tend Wait, to just I gotta, ignore everyone. Right. I've got, a, I've got a game for you guys then. What? You just wait until my review of Swords Poker comes swords into play. Swords Poker. Because- I think I've played Swords Poker. Right, I think I'm not sure. If you know how to, if if you're if you're not a uh, you know one of those uh, action those RPG kind of card kind of people, yeah. and you just kind of like uh, you know you just want to play some poker. Yeah. I've got a game for you. It's kind of like a hybrid. Yeah, a hybrid. P- I've played either it's this game and you'll explain it to me, or it's one like it that I played right. once and I don't remember when that was, but I remember playing a game where for me to progress, I had to play a good game of poker. Right. Well, right now is currently uh, uh, cruising at a great three out of five stars on iTunes. So. That's you not know bad. It's be good. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, so, yeah. I like it, though. This yeah. Hearthstone thing is a single-player thing. You play the old uh, Naxxramas raid. It's all very familiar. The only uh, the only wing open right now is the Anacrid wing, wing, which is all spiders and stuff. Is Mr. Bigglesworth there? Uh, I, I hear rumors. <laughs> I hear rumors about that cat. Um, but it's, but you remember, I mean, you ran that a lot uh, back in the day. I did. It's yeah. a very fun, really cool. Yeah, they've it brought really it is. back from the dead twice. Like they, well, I mean, they had it the first time it was a huge hit back in vanilla and then that they, uh, they reintroduced it and level capped it up to 80 when wrath of the Lich King came out. And that was awesome. So much fun to go through there again. So seeing it in this perspective or this way is really interesting. You remember these bosses. You see them do some of the same mechanics they did in the raid. It's that stuff's really weird. The first expansion is free. Uh, so the first wing, rather, the spider wing is totally free. You run through that. There's different challenge modes, heroic, normal, blah, 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 a bunch of stuff to do. And you get a bunch of cards you can't get anywhere else. Um, so that's happening. Next week, they launch the next wing. I don't know which one's next. I forgot to look. <laughs> uh, and those cost money. So if you want to pay real money or goal, in-game gold, you can to play the remaining wings. I'm just going to throw down... The twenty bucks it costs for the whole season or for the whole yeah, it's like, what, deal, six hundred gold. Yeah, because you can use your gold. Totally you can use gold. gold yeah, but yeah, most yeah. people would be like, you know what? I'm going to use the gold for for you know, in, in buying packs and also running arena and stuff like that. I'll just spend right. the money here. That's what a lot of people are are saying to me anyway. But in theory, you could just play for free like always and just earn enough gold and do it. Sure. Um. Here's the deal, though, about this. If you don't play the Spider Wing now, the for, for the first month, that is free to play. After the first month goes by, then that costs as well. So if mm. you want to get in now, now's the time to, to unlock and that, you, basically, and play it. So once you unlock it, is it replayable? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's replayable in both normal and heroic. You got to beat cool. it in normal first, and then you can open it, and then you can play it in heroic or normal again if you want. Or the class challenges and all that stuff. But once you've unlocked it, it's yours. Awesome. Yeah, you don't have to. It's That's not like in a month like it'll that. suddenly get you off again. No, it's really good. They're doing free to play right. They're they're doing free to play right with this game from the beginning. Your language, Scott Johnson. All the way now. What I say? What I do? Uh, I, nothing. Maybe they won't notice. <laughs> just keep going. Did I swear? Did I? I didn't swear. Did no, I? you didn't swear. You just said something that was quite vagina. You know. Yeah, I said <laughs> okay. that was the word. All right. Penis. You didn't. You didn't feel it slip out of your mouth. Bergina. I don't know what I said. Uh, so then, so there's that. And it's fun. So play it. It's a little laggy, but I, that's probably better by now. Yesterday was day one and things got a little nuts on the servers and it was a little hard. But uh, I did a little bit video preview. People want to check that out out there. It's floating around on my Twitter account and you can watch that. Um, okay. Destiny okay. beta. Played a bunch of that. I Yay. think I think I'm done till release though. Why? 
What? Here's Did why. you get to level eight? No, but this is the problem. You're not playing with anyone, are you? Not that. No, no, no. I like it. I love it, in fact. This is the problem, is that I like it. I don't want to see any more of this because all that stuff's going to be gone when the bait is yeah. over. I, I want to I want to wait till I can play this with my friends and have meaningful save, you know, like every everything I do is being saved and not But it wiped. is meaningful. We're playing and having a good time. Okay, that part, yes. That, that I agree with you there. <laughs> There's fun to be had, but I'm just saying progression games, I don't like beta testing them because I do. It's gone. I, I hate that we could only have three people in a party. Yeah, that part's dumb. But it's a limited beta. And there's a lot of stuff they're holding back. And, yeah, they're, yeah. you know, a lot of repeated environments again. There's a lot more here than there was with the alpha for sure. But Have but, you been in since they've brought it back up online? I have I, not. No, not since. Because I think if you log in, oh, there's a certain day. If you log in, you get a bonus something. Oh, I want to see. It's July it? I'll have to, you keep going. I'll find it. Okay. You know what I like about the voice actors in this game? Let me tell you about them here real quick. You got your Peter Dinklage. He's a little more robotified now for the little helper yes. robot, which is fine. He's fine. I don't think he's particularly great, but he's fine. Uh, but I don't my, think he, they re-recorded his, his line. No, they're the same. They were never going to. I don't know why people thought they were going to. They, that, those are because done. Because they wanted it. All they, 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 all they did, they're just doing post-production on his stuff to make him more robot and that's not to fix it. That was going to happen either way, so... It's it's fine. It's not terrible. It's fine. Um, the uh, the but the the dude who's kind of like your uh, your Obi Wan Kenobi spiritual advisor dude, uh, telling you what you need to do, and also narrates a bunch of the early stuff about the history of what happened to Earth and the galaxy and all this stuff, is uh, Bill Nye, not Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh, good. The other one who uh, who you know is Slarty Bartfarst in the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie. You might also know him from. That movie, uh, the Christmas British movie with all the actors in it. I can never remember the name of it. Scrooge? Nope. Uh, <laughs> not it. Nope. Guess again. Anyway, Brian. a million other things. He was Davy Jones, uh, the, the octopus face guy in the second Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Oh, okay. He's yeah, yeah. in a million things. He's the chief. I think it's Vincent. Do I have that right? He's the chief bad vampire in <laughs> what's that movie called? Oh, Underworld. The first Underworld movie. <laughs> The, 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 oh, uh, yeah, you know yeah. I mean. The guy's great. Oh, Love Actually. Love Actually. There you go. He's the aging rock star in Love Actually. Now you're talking what Nicole understands. Yeah, of course. Love movies. Actually. Awesome movies. That movie's I'll have great. You know, if, that is Ibit's favorite movie. It is. It's is one it of my, really? It's easily yes. one of my favorites, too. I love yeah. it. If there is a, if there, if I have any favorites in the category Sexist. of quote unquote <laughs> romantic comedies, that movie holds yeah. a very special place there because it's really, really good. Um, so, hold on a second. I got to answer this text. Sorry, hang on. Yes, I got to answer, answer my cat. While you're answering, All right, I, that, answered I found, it. You I find? found the, the beta is on this Saturday. Um, Bungie isn't saying what kind of reward you'll you'll get, but they want you to log in this Saturday, July 26th, at 2 p.m. Uh, I guess that's Pacific time. Pacific. 9 p.m. GMT. Uh, G- GMT. Is that right? Nine. Nine What's PM? PDT? PDT. Oh, that's Pacific, uh, Pacific da- daylight. daylight daylight time. Okay. So that's so that's California okay. or you. So 2 that's PM. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like I said, it, it doesn't say what the reward's going to be, but if you log in at that time, is it a that permanent day, reward though, or is it I just have some? To imagine. Is it just some dumb beta reward? No, I'm sure it's probably going to be attached to your account. Okay. All I know is. What I want in this world more more than anything else. Oh, in-game emblems. Oh. 
Well, that's kind of lame. <laughs> this could not have been more disappointment. <laughs> that's no, right? oh, that's okay. Emblems are fine. I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm. I'm no hater. I'm no Bill hater. Um, but I. But I. But I am. I am interested in um, this game as a long-term experience, and I'm very interested in how it's going to play when the finished game's out with all the extra stuff. But more importantly, I just don't want to waste a bunch of progress. And I hate that about betas. And it's only when they're really good I start feeling this way. It's like, ooh, this is good. Ooh, I don't want to play anymore because I'm going to blow it. I'm going to spend all my time and not have any of that progress. I hate that. I usually like that too, but I love this game so much I don't care. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty Scott, excited you, about it. Yeah. Can you def, can you define a a moment? Because I know this is a long running hate for you uh, of of the beta area with the with the non saving of the progress. Yeah. Was there a time? What 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 game hit you? Because it had to be at least one game in the beginning that you was like all excited, and then you found this monumental oh, wow. disappointment. Was it World of Warcraft that set you up no. and destroyed you? No. 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 You no. Mean a game that disappointed me with its beta. Yeah. Be, well, because. Obviously, like you mean, I said, it wasn't you, very you good or this, something, or what do you, you have, No, you have this deep-seated hate for any progression lost through betas. Well, I just don't I mean, like it. I just don't like to spend time doing stuff dramatic. that I don't get to keep. That's all. I got you. You know okay, what I mean? So there was no, there was no huge dramatic point in your life that no, that no, I don't like you. it at all. I don't like it on any game. If you, if you gave me, uh, I don't know, Rogue Legacy and said, "Hey, uh, we're going to wipe that at the end of the month," I'd be like, "No, I'm not playing it then." Because these games, their whole value for me, now there's other values right, to right. it, but the biggest value is you keep your progression. So a character, uh, you can log into World of Warcraft today, Brian, and your dude will still be where he was when you left him because they right, saved right. everything you've done. They didn't get it wiped. They didn't kill it. They didn't take it out. Now, it's the same reason, though, in World of Warcraft. I've enjoyed the beta, what I've played of so so far in, in Warlords of Draenor, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep going and cap out and try to find all the bugs and stuff because I don't get to right. keep any of that progress because I'm going to wipe it happen, before hypoth- release. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, what would happen, Scott, if you came onto your Steam, your Steam account one day and all your cloud saves were gone? Would you just quit? Would you just say, forget it? No, it I'd be bleep, real mad, though. Bleep, and I would maybe, maybe <laughs> call in tech support. Yeah, I'd talk to Steam until <laughs> they did something for me. You know that there, there, that there's really a tool out there that can help you with your saves, like have a backup of your saves. Is it just a hard drive backup? Because <laughs> <laughs> that'll do it, you know. You can just no, back your hard it's, drive up. It's a, it's a service, and I'm trying to remember remember the, the name of a service. So it's like redundant um, cloud save. It's game like, sa- it, yeah, it's gamesave-manager.com. Oh, that's cool. What do you pay yeah. for that? You know, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it does cost. Well, I would Probably would... nothing until you lose your games. <laughs> pay with your life. Yeah, that's right. They'll hold you hostage. No, I, like, th- so, I mean, so how much you willing to pay for this? Yeah. Uh, it's free. It's free. Well, really yeah. weird. Yeah. So, I mean, it's in theory, the cloud saves being lost wouldn't kill me because I'd have a local save. It would just be a matter of me never lose. You know, I don't want to have a hard drive crash the same morning that they have their servers crash and all the saves are lost. Then we're screwed. Right, but all right. the cloud saving does, the only two advantages are, one, it kind of acts as a backup by default, but also it's so that you can synchronize your saves between multiple systems, uh, which I don't use that much. I mean, I'm playing on a, a main, you know, a main computer. But this is true of, I mean, all my Diablo progress, that's all cloud. All my World, World of Warcraft stuff has always been cloud. Yeah. Like all that stuff is now. This so. is this game save manager is something you download and and put on your computer. And it's free. Well, that's useless because then what's it gonna do? Your computer dies. I don't know. I just wanted to complain. I just <laughs> just go to, to the website and read about Son it. Son of a. 
Game save manager. I put it in the, the chat room. And it's yeah. game, game manager.com for those yeah. who aren't in the chat room. Too game, bad. You should have been here. Game, <laughs> <laughs> game save.manager.com. Oh, game mm, save dash. Dash. Sorry. Oh, uh, yes. The old, the old dash that really ruins a website. Doesn't it? I hate it. Yeah. Is that underscore? No. Dash. <laughs> should be here. Trying to right. Scott, I want to ask you, what class are you playing in Destiny? So the first, so the alpha I played the Warlock. And mm-hmm. I really liked it and think that might That's be what, what I end right. up with. But I, and almost everyone I talked to is playing that. So I thought this time I'd be different and try that hunter dude. Um, what's he called? He had a hunter or something, eh, whatever it is. He's more. Yeah, like, he's, he's just called a hunter. Yeah, grenades and, and, and weapons. I mean, that's really mm-hmm. his thing. So I tried that. I really like him too. So I don't, I'm actually kind of torn now. I don't know. I, I don't know Titan. which one I'm going to choose. Yeah, I played Titan in the alpha and then I decided to try out the warlock. And remind me, the Titan is just, he's just bigger and has more punches, bigger punches. Punch. He's like a tank. Okay. And, yeah. did, and you didn't enjoy it as much? Mm. Mm. I, I wanted to, I think I'm enjoying the Warlock a lot because you have that ability to douche. You douche. know what I mean? You have the ability to douche. <laughs> right. That's my favorite new phrase. <laughs> he's got the, the ability to douche. Hands. <laughs> you can see my hands. You put your hands out and you're like, douche. Someone's going to capture that. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> That's the sound it makes. Hey, what, hey, hold on, hold on. I want to go to. Uh, so I'm at the um, Comic Con. The 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 guys from uh, Bungie are there. I'm asking some questions from the audience. Excuse me. Yes, you in the back. Uh, I'm wondering. Hey, how, what does the tank do? Oh, we love the tank because the tank has the ability to douche. No, that's the warlock. Oh, the warlock. warlock. Oh, the sorry, <laughs> sorry. Warlock douches. I don't want to get that wrong. No, it's like this. You know, blue light that comes from your hands. Yeah. No, I understand. The blue light from your hands, right? It's getting better by every second. Oh, I know. I'll just So Destiny's on. beta is good. Destiny's child is not. But Child of Light is good. So I've connected oh, you're the playing two. It. So we got oh, a, it was gifted to me by oh Brian, remember his name? Crap. Free Rangers. Was it Free Rangers? Yeah, it was. Okay. Free, free Rangers. Yeah. He get- I like what you said. <laughs> free Rangers. Free well, Rangers. He's really he's very active in the community. He he sent yeah, me he uh Original Sin. And oh, I haven't had a yeah. chance to to play it yet. You I'm really play looking that. forward to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's in the chat room. Why aren't you? Brian, Thursday nights. Brian. The final score, 730 <laughs> Eastern. Yes. Brian, he sent you Shadow Warrior, the new he one. He did. He's my favorite. And I almost didn't get it because Scott Johnson let it sit in his email, I lingered just, I just in his email. It was, all, it was all, what, a day. It was probably a day. That's one day too long. That's I know, but I didn't. I, I was busy. But anyway, I so I took the gift and very gratefully took it and, and installed it and played it. Uh, and Child of Light is pretty cool, man. Like, okay, so I've been playing that and Valiant Hearts. Uh, Valiant Hearts came a few days before that. I want to say Scotty D gifted me that. It was so nice of him. Who else is, who else is awesome, Scotty D? He is. He's great. He's always cool, and he's always he's always finding these little gems. He's like, yeah, you're probably gonna like this, and he's usually right. I usually do. So I've been I played Valiant Hearts actually before Child of Light, but it's interesting because both of these share the same engine as the as the um the Rayman games. Uh, what do you call yeah. them? Rayman Legends yeah. and Rayman mm-hmm. yeah. Evolution Definitely. or whatever it is. Whatever the other one is. Anyway, cool, really cool 2D engine. Perhaps the coolest 2D engine in a very long time. And these two games take great advantage of that. I'd say Child of Light perhaps even more. Um, partially, you know, you can tell they were aiming for a much more sort of ethereal, painterly kind of experience. Valiant Hearts is a little more gritty, but also still uses, does great stuff with that engine. Um, I'll, I'll just talk about... Both of them kind of briefly. Child of Light came out a while now, a while ago. It's this mm-hmm. year, but I don't remember how many months ago. Um, 
It's, uh, I mean, the, the combat is very Final Fantasy, you know, JRPG, That's sort cool. of enter battle mode, choose your skills, knock down the other guy. Uh, using the mouse with that little creature dude is, is cool. Uh, the little um, firefly. Yeah. And I'm not doing controller on this one because I kept reading that you the best way to play is mouse with that no, character. No. The, the, I love it with the controller. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's, it's, I'm playing it on the PS4. It's, oh, Did you okay, know well, that Child of Light has a demo? I am so sorry to interrupt you. But probably. yeah, Child yeah. of Light demo. We well, should play it, that. Brian. Play it. That was I'm actually that. how I t- tried it out at first. Um, the demo on PlayStation. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, yeah. I, I can't speak to how the controller works because I'm on PC and it's running f- great with a mouse. So I don't really have any complaints. But it uh, it's real pretty. Um, I feel like I'm watching a a watercolor painting come to life mm-hmm. every time I turn mm-hmm. it on. And I'm not super deep in there yet, but I've done, I don't know, half a dozen battles and I've worked my way through the story a bit. Who have you collected in uh, party? I don't remember. I may not have anyone probably, yet. No, you should. You should have the jester. I don't think That's I have the him first. yet. I think I have. Well, I have the little head creature that I can move around with the mouse. Yeah, you have the little firefly. That's he, the first. But he's like a side yeah he's character. like an extra dude or whatever he you're gonna start building people. up your party yeah i've got no can... other party members so i've okay. I've done like six fights and that's it like okay. i'm not i'm not far enough to to do any of that yet but i'll get there because i'm digging it so far i just barely barely sort of dug in yesterday I've, i haven't had much of a chance to play it you're but... gonna be you're gonna be able to level all those characters up and choose different abilities and yeah create different all kinds of this stuff. is cool because i don't really like Final Fantasy as a series because I never mm-hmm. really got into the kind of characters and the kind of anime kind of thing that is it's just not my style. But this totally is, and I and I'm and I, I've always liked the Final Fantasy combat system. I just didn't like the game as much. This is way more my speed. I uh, hated how Final Fantasy in the earlier games you never knew when you were going to go into a battle. No, random battles suck. Random. Oh, I hated. Right, right. I hated it. It's it would least, scare me every single time. Well, it's not just that. It's just my least favorite mechanic. I want to choose yeah. what I want to do. I I will appreciate. I always appreciate a game where I can choose when I want to get into a fight. You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. And argue that's what this one the, does. It doesn't. I'm gonna argue with that. Okay, argue with it. Give me a reason because I cannot. Gonna, I cannot oh, believe you have a leg to stand on with this. Go. Well, absolutely. How can you not like a random fight? I mean, you're you're going along. <laughs> hey, and good you point. Think, I'm gonna change my mind. <laughs> Hold on a second. I was just that was my opener. All right, all right. Oh my God. There's more. Go. Go. There's more. So yeah. So I mean, you could you could pick your own path, but some people like me like to have our path chosen for us. Okay. <laughs> is that is that your closer? What is that? That's that's my closer. You're done. I'm that's a terrible you. argument. Thank you. you don't want to think about oh I should fight that I don't uh, want to stick that's, or I, I don't want to think that's the reason why I like random battles. But see the walking stick is in your path and you can just fly over him. You don't have to engage. You don't have to. Now you might need to because you need the XP or you need the right. leveling or whatever. But I want to choose when I get to get to grind. I don't want to exactly. have the game tell me. I can't stand that thing you where you're what? like running along. You're like, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Oh, I hate so, that too. I guess you would prefer a minesweeper that had no mines. Is that what you're saying? No. You just It would show you and then you could just click around them. That'd be the best game I ever. I would prefer that, yes. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I don't like minesweeper much either. I hate mine. Kind of a good yeah. point. Random encounters. Random encounters have always sucked. They've never been good. They've never been good. Okay? They haven't. Look, there are things to like about Final Fantasy, and I'm not 
besmirching <laughs> fans of the series. They're certainly out there, and they are entitled to their opinions. But I have never been able to. I cannot hold with random encounters. Any of these RPGs that are JRPG style that let me pick when I want to fight, like that Mario and Luigi game I played on the 3DS last year and loved. I am right. in. I am in your camp. I am in your debt. You are good people to me. All right. 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 There you have it. Uh, what yeah. else? Valiant Hearts. Really cool. That game is cool. Um, it's World War One. Okay, that's the story here. No one ever does games about World War One, which is interesting. Uh, it's a fascinating war. They give real history, but the style of the art is very unique. Very, um, it's cartoony, but not in a way that's goofy. It's a uh, just very stylized characters. There's these very different characters that you play, and they all kind of intersect in the same story in very different kind of strange ways. It uses that engine again. It's beautiful. Um, it's sad. It is hardcore kind of story elements that make you go, oh, man, that guy is going to die. I mean, it's really, really well presented. The gameplay mechanics in it are not amazing. It's kind of an adventure game where it's like, I got to find a lever to turn this thing or I got to solve this puzzle to get out of this place. It's fine. It's all workable. But where it really shines is the story is really intense and the characters are amazing. Um, Cannot recommend that one enough. So far, that thing's great. I also played Shovel Knight. Did we talk about that last week? We this, may have. You had mentioned that you were going to play. I don't think you played it. Yet. Okay, so Shovel Knight. Uh, I think that one was also gifted to me. Now that I think about it, man, people it, have been so generous sound, last week. I know. It right? sounds like fun though. Shovel Knight. Oh, JJ it gave like, it to me. That's who it was. JJ uh, Valentine. He did that because of some other stuff that he thinks I did for him. Well, that I told him he didn't have to. But anyway, man, <laughs> uh, happy father, fa- father of twins to him and Renee. Well, she's the mother of twins. But. Anyway, Shovel Knight is, it was a Kickstarter originally. Uh, it is, okay, there are a lot of games that you can go buy now on Steam or elsewhere, whatever, consoles, various platforms, that are attempting with all their might to look like an old NES game. You know, like a like an 8-bit looking game with the music and the sound and the visuals and everything else. But every time they do that, usually there's like, oh, well, you'd never have these lighting effects in 1988. Or you'd never have that kind of that kind of music quality was not coming out till maybe you know 3DO or something like they 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 take liberties right to make it seem right, right. seem like it's retro but then there's some things that kind of update it and I'm not even saying that's a bad thing I kind of like that I'm I'm cool with the mix of those things however these guys set out to make a hard platformer <laughs> a la like uh, Mega Man or you know Metroid like one of those old harder games. Right. And have it look just like it's coming off a cartridge in your NES. And they freaking nail it. Like, nail it. There's no cheating. There's no like, oh, that doesn't look right for that era. Any of that stuff. You feel like you are playing a straight-up old-ass video game. In all the good (laughs) ways, though. Um, Very challenging. uh, Super satisfying. Great controls. Very tight on the controls. Um, it is available currently on Vita, PC, and maybe that's it right now. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Not Vita. 3DS. Uh, so you can get on either one. Uh, I like it a lot, like a whole lot. And it's got me more, maybe more hooked than any of the games I've mentioned in terms of me wanting to just sort of keep at it. Um, I don't know what's going on there with that thing, but you're this knight with a shovel and that's about all you need to know. You just kick ass with it. Right. It's kind of like it looks like like an altered beast or shinobi or something kind of like that. Well, it's, it's very Castlevania esque kind of you know like yes, Me- like Metroid yes. or, or or Mega Man. It's very similar to that. Right. Um, it does not scroll though. You go screen to, you go screen to screen. Right. Kind of like uh, I don't know Abe's Odyssey or freaking Flashback or games like that. 
where you you get to the edge or you take the ladder up and then the whole thing shifts up and now you're in a whole new zone. It's not like Mario where you're constantly scrolling the you know left or right. It's not doing that. Right, right. Um, so you can go back and you can unlock secret areas and you know there's all kinds of different weapons or not weapons but uh, creatures to fight and stuff. Uh, the bosses are super tricky and you don't really know what you're doing at first and you die a lot, but then you're like, no, wait a minute, I can figure this out. And then you eventually do and it's super satisfying. I just don't think anybody's made a game like this since that era. It's been a very long time. If they have, I can't think of one. Maybe the closest thing to it in terms of, I don't know, like quality anyway, would be like Super Me Boy when it came out. Right, right. And, and that game took all kinds of liberties with next-gen technology. This is straight up like... You could put this on a cartridge and a damn NES could play it. And that is the right. truth. Um, and in this case, I think it's a good thing. The color palette's super sparse, but it's it's really well used. And it's just fun. The writing's really good. The, it's funny. Uh, the fact that you're just using a shovel all the damn time, it's a hoot. Right. It's a hoot. Free, Free Ranger says that I can get this on my Wii U, all three of us. Can you? Uh, yeah, so... So I was unaware of that. Well, I don't have a Wii U, so I can't get it on my Wii U. Then I can play it with my big giant Wii U remote. Yeah, you're. It'll be is, that awesome. what you're, is that what you're calling it now? Wii yeah. U remote. Okay, got it. Wii U remote, whatever you want to call Finally, it. Finally, I played a bunch more Marvel Heroes 2015. It's still fun, still great. I know I talked about it last week, so I won't belabor the point. But uh, they made a hell of a Diablo ripoff in a superhero universe, and it's gotten better and better over time. And I think it's very good, really good, and it's free, so there's no excuse. Just play it and have some fun. Um, one thing that's really nice is they basically made all the overworld areas, like the cities and the uh, the sewers or whatever kind of common areas, have you and a million other players in there all the time, right? Trying to get to your quests or get to new zones or whatever. And while you're in there, right, right. you can level up your dude just by grinding through uh, you know enemies if you want. You can just go through there, kill stuff, and, and level quite quickly. Um, or you can just keep going through your quest or, you know, whatever. There's a lot, there's a lot you can do. But what's nice is if you've got a main character, like I've got the Punisher up to level, I don't know, 20 or something. And I want to go back and work on Hawkeye, who's only level three. I can take him into his, you know, a zone appropriate for his level. And I level up in like, I don't know, like four or five levels in 10 minutes. Like they're, they're not, they're not making that a barrier. They want you to be able to quickly catch up and be, be back up to where your other characters are. So that stuff's right. kind of nice and I'm really enjoying it. I think people would, would like it if they just gave it a chance. That's Marvel Heroes 2015 available on PC right now. Uh, Brian, tell me about Terra Tech and why I should give two craps about a game called Terra Tech. Right. Terra Tech is a build and shoot game. So, at first, when you look at it, it's been compared to Minecraft and that sort of thing. Basically, your uh, your you start in this randomly generated world with crystal trees and the such, and you start out with with blocks, random blocks like Lego blocks, but they're kind of they're they're smoother. They're more like uh, maybe like something you see like in a seventies movie. It's kind of like those. Those silver crate kind of things. You know what I'm talking about? It's another Minecraft build and survive game. Is that what this is? Well, yes, but yes, but yes, but there is is a it's more like an arcade version. It's, it's it's very simple. It's very early still. It's very early on in development. And uh, basically, you start out and you have these blocks that give you, and you have like a block and a couple of wheels and a cab or an engine that propels the the uh, the vehicle you're in. So what you have to do on top of that is you get to pick up a little weapon like a machine gun. You put that on top of there, and it shoots out little BBs. Is that an early access game, or how? How you say it's early in development? What's going on there? I 
it is early access, and I am pl- I played the demo. Oh, you played right. the demo. Yeah. I displayed the demo TerraTech on Steam. Easy to find. Uh, they should so have you- researched their name first because I just Googled TerraTech, <laughs> and it's some, like, plant company. It is. Really? When I went to go, yes, yeah, I, it I is. I put the link in the, uh, in the Skype. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> it is. TerraTech. It Changing totally the world is. one seed at a time. Oh, my one gosh. Seed at a time. But, okay, so, Oops. all right, so Oops. What's your, you, you, you land on this, this planet and you've got a couple of you got a couple of AIs out to kill you, and they also have randomly generated uh, blocks and weapons, and they come at you, and uh, you have to destroy them. Once you destroy them, you can collect the components and continue to build a larger vehicle. So that's what you, that's what I did. I started collecting everything, and like within five minutes, I had this giant monstrosity of a eighteen wheel vehicle with lasers and cannons and jet packs and everything on it. They're running so a Kickstarter th- on this right now. They're running a Kickstarter on this right now. It's it's <laughs> it's very it's not raw. Even done. No, oh, it's not? It is Weird. very raw. Can oh, you they're... can you buy it though now? You can't you can buy it. Uh for like I think I'm, five I'm so bucks or over so. games that are not done. Are you I'm sick tired. of you're, you're sick of early access? I'm I've I officially am done with Kickstarter. Right. But you know what? I'm not. And you know and I'll tell you why, because this is I wouldn't kickstart it, but I would purchase it on Steam. It's just a few dollars. I think it's like five dollars or something. And just as a sandbox just like as a sandbox game, it's pretty fun. I've had I would definitely say I've had five dollars worth of fun just on the demo. Uh it's very hard to control the vehicle. Uh, but I think the potential, the potential fun for this game is is just astronomical. I mean, if they if they really could keep going and develop this thing, I think it's going to be a really good game. Right. Well, Terra Tech. Right. right now, though, there's not much to look at. But hey, try the demo out. Why not? Yeah, give the demo a try mm-hmm. and don't buy it until it's done. Right. Don't Google it. Just go to Steam. I'm with the call to a point. It. I'm willing to do early access or Kickstarter, but I'm much more discerning now about when I'm going to do it. I'm not going right. to just back I've everything that looks burned. Neat. I mean, I've you know me. Burned. I love Kickstarter, but I've actually had people that I know like didn't come through, and I'm just I don't know. I think oh. that's just soured me. Well, if like, you bought that Yog the Yog Ventures deal, no, you're I didn't. Out. But they what? at least but they at least tried to help their. They gave games out to the people. Yeah, it's a mess though. <laughs> It's yeah. a huge mess. It, it's right. a mess. And I'm worried just, about our little just, buddy over there, if you know what I mean. I'm a little worried about him. <laughs> Gilligan? Well, no, just because he inherited that mess. That wasn't something he, he did. That was not his initiative. And I know he's just in a mile of red tape every every day of the week. But yeah. But um. But yeah, no, there are other examples and, you know, there are other problems. But I'm not even talking. Let's just say I never touched the Kickstarter. Let's say this is just straight up early access, new game mm-hmm. on Steam. Right. I'm more discerning about and picky about what I'm going to pick yeah. up early i'm not just going Ooh, that looks like it could be neat and then getting it and then waiting three years for them to figure their crap out i'm, I'm not doing yeah. that anymore yeah me neither. Well, like i said if 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 there was some type of uh like like scott was talking about earlier he doesn't like to lose his progression to me there's nothing to worry about progression here because you just it's an arcade type game you jump in you play for a little while there's really no point i mean there's no there's no point system where you can win or there's nothing that you can really save where you've a save point or anything you just get in you play random things happen and that's a lot of fun but that's a beta that's a demo of a finished game that they're continually working on see right right the case of like destiny that's a finished game 
which is pretty mm-hmm. much ready to box and ship. We're just playing. Right. And, we're doing and how some much, server we're testing. Much, yeah, we're stressed. How much is that game? Uh, $59 when it comes out. Okay, so that's what you would expect. This is much less. Well, no, so, right. But there are plenty of examples right. where you can do that on a much less... Much I'm looking at their Kickstarter game. rewards. There's pledges for 55 There's pledges for 70 I mean, there's pledges yeah. all the way... All the way up to a thousand dollars on this game. Yeah. What well, would you go no. give a thousand dollars to Destiny? No. <laughs> no. I don't know. It it's, what a give me. Of, it's a fallacy of comparison. They're not the same <laughs> yeah. things. The, the way the way that this the way early access should work is make your pitch, and if it's good enough for me, right. great, I'll do it. But I'm saying less and less of these projects are convincing me that they need my money early. That's all. Absolutely. I agree with you. There is a glut out there of that going on right now. I just don't happen to think this is one of them. I think this is uh, this is one of the few fun things. Uh, it seems like a very low risk for what what's, what you're getting. How much money do I, they I, want if you buy it? Uh, let's see. Well, there, let's see. Right oh, now. you keep telling me, right? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Kickstarter. Got it. You get what's 10, the lowest you 10, can do? Well, on ten pa- for ten pounds. <laughs> yeah. What's oh no, you can't even do that. It's all gone. Oh, they're 15 gone. pounds. 15 pounds will get you a copy of the final release. Okay. That's so 15, 15 pounds is like 20. Like 22 five? something like that. Nine, it's probably like 19.99 or something. Yeah, that's kind of high. Yeah, well, Play the I demo. Mean, freaking, I'll, bet, I'll bet that thing's 14.99 when it hits Steam. I'll bet you. When it hits Steam and I officially buy it, I would expect it to be fully complete and ready to go. As far as a free demo goes. Nicole, we got to remember this. The day when that thing comes out, we got to check and see if Brian bought it. <laughs> that's our job you know what you know, you I love these developers I love I love these small developers they have big ideas and big right. thoughts and then reality hits them and then they go oh we can't finish it yeah that you happens know, sometimes it, ha- it seems like it's happening more and more yeah well I think that's because there's such there's so many yeah part of it's, that is so many really part of it is just the, the success of of you know Companies like uh, Telltale, or not Telltale, but... Uh, they don't count, oh, though. They exist yeah. already. But they're the one that made... I mean, when they hit $3 million on that um, Broken Age yeah. game, right. that's when everything changed. This is a fun evolution for me, watching Nicole go from... I would love to go back and listen to the episodes. <laughs> I know, when oh, no, dude. When she, was, when she was throwing money at that Ouya, those were the days, man. <laughs> Greatest thing ever, independent developers forever. I love you guys. Well, I, do, I, like, I love them. I, now I'm seeing the money grab. No, no, no. I'm still. I'm with Nicole on both ends. I'm huge for um, indie development. It's one of some of my favorite game experiences ever. Have been indie games. Right, right. That isn't the problem. The problem right now is this gold rush mentality. Yes. And everybody Absolutely. trying to get theirs. And you got to just be more asserting. As a consumer, you just got to be picky. That's all. Yes. This will all flesh itself out. The bubble will slowly drop. You just got to right. wait, wait out what, what makes sense and don't throw your money at stupid ideas. You could easily get burned right now. Yeah. Just easily. be careful. Just be careful. And I'm aware that that is yeah. the risk. And I take that. But now <laughs> you're not getting my money. That's right. You <laughs> don't. I get my money. People. Uh, I hope you didn't. I'd like to know how Tug is. So Tug's the game that the Yog Ventures uh, dudes substituted. So that's what they said. We'll give you a code for. Um, and I wonder how that is because it's supposed to be a similar game. And again, it's like world building, survival, mm-hmm. Minecrafty kind of. Oh, I like the artwork. Yeah, it looks looks like looks all right. Uh, curious though how that game plays. Mm. Uh, tell me about Sword Poker. Finally, Swords Back. Poker. Is it Sword Poker or Swords Poker? Swords Poker. I looked this up about 12 different ways that I could find it. And it's actually called Swords and Poker. Oh, so I, uh, then I have played this game. 
yeah, yeah. So I played this, swords and poker. It's great. This is just this is kind of like a you know it was the app of the week on the the uh, iTunes app store and so i grabbed it because it looked like hey why not you know everybody else is playing card games why not and this one's based on poker so you're still you're still doing that card dueling thing like you would get but you don't have to be you don't have to be all you know thinking like uh like you would like (laughs) oh is my character you know does my character have this ability does my character have that ability who cares you're playing poker so uh, you're on one side of the screen, and your opponent, Ape Man, is on the other side of the screen. Did you play and the first between, one or the second one? Curious. I played uh, whichever one they had. For, it, it says because there's says, two. There's one and there's two. Swords. One one was like two bucks. Two is four bucks. Right. The one I got was Swords and Poker Adventures. Sword so, and po- oh, Swords and Poker Adventures. I went through the same thing because I was like, what is why? There's all it's all over the place. Are you sure it's this, Swords and Poker or Sword and Poker? Swords, plural, and poker adventurers. Uh, with an S at the end. Right. Oh, this is, is the Konami part, thing. It's oh, the Konami thing. All right. Yeah. A lot of people think this is a ripoff of the other two. But anyway, it's fine. Best, best way to describe it. Hey, I did I thought it was fine. It worked for me. Uh there's like I said, you get four cards and your opponent gets four cards, and in the middle of you is a common deck of nine cards, and uh you have places to place the cards on the outside of that center deck and what you're trying to do is use the five card poker schema so you're trying to get one of a kind two of a kind blah 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 is there such thing as one of a kind there's not okay so one pair <laughs> two called, pairs three of a kind yeah it's called a bad Full hand house. man <laughs> right so so if on the surface it's very easy to play you just you try to find a hand laid in in there and wherever you play a good hand it takes away points from uh, your opponent and uh, sometimes you can get Two hands going in two different directions because you can place them diagonally and horizontally and vertically. So it's a very easy game. So if you're wanting to get into the battle card kind of game, but a little bit put off by the complication of thinking, the, play, you know, the reviews are kind of sour, man. I'm reading some of these. They don't like the in-app purchase stuff, but well, whatever. You know what's funny? I was I was worried about that at first, but the in-app purchase, they wouldn't even let you purchase anything until you got get to like level two or three yeah but it's after is, that people have a problem they're like yeah i think so says you can't get this, this guy says uh, good luck get, so far. good luck getting anywhere without shelling out money to get rid of the timer uh then if you do have the money the gems or friends to move to the next area you're screwed or if you don't have those things if you get right, stuck right. in an area and there's really nothing to work towards you have to pay to get out of there so there's some there's some problems totally do. yeah there, there are definitely some problems I haven't gotten that far yet. I've only played maybe a couple hours. Yeah. Not, not, nothing nothing too deep. And I probably won't play it too seriously because if I want to play a real freaking card game, I'll go play right. Hearthstone. Right. right. Exactly. So this is just this is just fun, fun for sitting in the doctor's office, got nothing else better to do. Do it. Play it. Yeah. Easy. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's, that was, uh, that's my app review. Don't no, get Sword and Poker, by the way. The Sword and Poker series, uh, there are, although the reviews are super good, they haven't updated it since 2010, so I would recommend probably not getting that either. Anyway. Right. Yeah. No. Konami did pretty good with this. I think it's okay, but like I said, if for, upon further review, I may hate it. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Also played, I, I, was, I was big into demos this week, waiting on my Shadow Warrior to get here. Uh, so I played Stick. Also, I played, uh, I played, <laughs> played Braveland. Ooh, Brian, before you tell us all about Braveland, let me interrupt you and say that this episode of this show today of the final score is brought to you by Harry's. Harry's.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S 
Gillette.com. Why would you want to go buy another Gillette Nightmare Razor with freaking $20 blades and some crazy space age ridiculousness when really all they're doing is giving you this plastic kind of garbage razor and you're paying way too much for it? Why do you want to do that? I mean, the prices are ridiculous. You want a great shaving experience, right? At the fraction of the cost that you'd pay for these other razor blades like Gillette and others. Okay, I know you want that. How about a clean product design? It's less but better. Ooh, that's my favorite. How about quality blades? High quality, engineered in their own factory in Germany. That's what you get with them. Sharpness and strength, that all comes from Harry's. Telling you right now, man, have it shipped to your door. You'll love the look and feel of this set. I love it. You'll love it. Go to harrys.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com and use the code FINALSCORE to get $5 off your first pair of purchase. Pair of purchase. <laughs> That's harrys.com and the promo code FINALSCORE. Uh, demo on Steam. I thought this looked cute at first. I was like, hey, this looks cute. It's a little strategy game, uh, turn-based strategy game with cute little characters a la uh, maybe Fat Princess or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe, uh, uh, what was the other... Oh, there's so many of them that, that are out there. Those little cute little characters. They're so cute, like little kids. Yeah, just like this. I don't know All what right. you're talking about. <laughs> oh, you do too? The, the, was it Braveheart? Oh, Braveheart. Remember that game? Yeah, like Braveheart's great. Yeah, characters like that. Little cute little. Okay, a little like, uh, yeah. Little, little t- tinny meat t- people. Tubby little, little meat, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little. Right, little I know what you mean. Tinny meat people. Yeah. All right. So yeah. it's turn-based. Did you say meat you're people? Up. Little meat people, little okay. little small meat people. You just you squish them. All right, you squish them with your fingers. No, it has nothing to do with that. All right, okay. Strategy based game. Everything's laid out in hexagons and that kind of stuff. Grid based. Sure. So you're 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 going along your little path, and you you're running some obstacles, and you have uh you have some guys that you can throw at them. You got some you got some archers, yeah. aka Legolas kind of guys. Yeah. You got your uh your double knifers. That's the kind of guys I like. They they get out there and they can double knife you, and uh. And then you got your you got your peons who are your uh, who are your farmers. Yeah. They have pitchforks. Yeah, I'm familiar right, with so, those. Those are good. Right. You start out fairly easy. Go against some wolves in a uh, in the woods. No yeah. big deal. Yeah. Stab them. Yeah. Turn base. A lot of fun. Yeah. The the dog dies. He whines. <laughs> you know what else can you ask from a game? You can't. Nothing. There's nothing left. No. There's there's nothing left. And it's actually uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit fun. I, I'm enjoying uh, the witty dialogue yeah. that, that pops up. There is no voice acting. So I actually, uh, whenever I read the witty dialogue, I read it out loud to myself in a, in a witty of voice. Course, of course you do. Right. Of course yeah. I do. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's where I have all my fun in Brave Land Strategy Game all right. demo. That's a, hell, today. that's a hell of a thing. Right. It's a hell of a thing. Pick it up. Put your money where your mouth is. Get it. Do it. Uh, Nicole, how yes. is... South Park, you finished it. I finished South Park. How did can you even finish South Park? Yes. It's do, a, you, do you have to kill Kenny? <laughs> Don't give anything spoiling. away. I'm Kenny's spo- in that scene. Oh my gosh, really? Did I guess the ending? You might no, have. you didn't. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. All I have to say is I, I sat down at lunch to finish the last part of it and it, it was the worst timing ever. What do you mean? And I'm um <laughs> let's just say I had to go. I had to take my character into a butthole. Oh, oh gosh. gosh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it was so gross. And I was like, yeah, I can't eat lunch while I'm doing this. this oh, I a see a bad, a bad timing eating lunch <laughs> then. I get it. Right? So gross. So is the butthole the primary character? Is it a... No, no it's, it's, an, en- it's an environment. It's, it, it, yeah, it's, a, it's an area. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, the butthole went. <laughs> hey, Brian, the butthole's an area. I like it. Yeah, me too. I'm in. Oh, my God. It was just... If you're easily offended, stay away from this game. I cannot tell you enough. It's, I, I I like to think... I don't think I was offended. I was just like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. Um, I got an achievement that I'm actually kind of embarrassed I did. Okay. <laughs> Didn't wipe? Is that the achievement? No, you go into an abortion clinic. Oh, my oh gosh. My. <laughs> That's hardcore, dude. It's hor- It's just horrible. It's a horrible, horrible game. <laughs> and it's so wrong and funny and wrong and really, really wrong. And then it gets worse and then... And then it's just worse. I yeah. just I finished it. I couldn't help it. I had to finish it. So, and then Mateo saw me play, and he's like, "Game." No, <laughs> so like, no. So we went through the character creation, and I let oh, him pick really? and build his character. Wow. Oh, he's gonna have nostalgic feelings when he grows <laughs> up for that. He's not gonna understand it. And then you can you so you build your character. So he he uh, he wanted to create a little a uh, little black boy, and then you pick your class, and he wanted to create it. You could choose thief, which that's how how I played. I, I played a thief, okay. um, right. thief. I think a warrior. I can't remember the other one. But then there's the class of or the or the class of Jew, and he picked Jew. <laughs> the class <laughs> of Jew. Oh yeah, yes. that's right. Because you can be a Jew in that. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. Oh god, it yeah. was just I'm, uh, I'm red in the face just talking about this because it's the kind of game you just secretly play. Of course, and you're like it's like the show. Yeah, you know my sister, who everyone thinks is you know, whatever they think of Wendy. Her big guilty pleasure, she could sit and watch South Park all night, <laughs> and she's not that way about anything else. She doesn't. Oh, you should get that game for her then. Yeah, she well, she's moving to Sweden, so I don't know when she'll get to. But I'm, I'm guessing Sweden has the internet. Yeah, uh, they have ah. good. They have great internet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah they have good internet. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's good. So you finished it. If yeah, you gave I it a rating it. between, say, one and ten, where you where do you land? Oh my god! Like, are you, what's the scale? The scale is how much did you enjoy it? Butthole. <laughs> yeah. How many? How many buttholes? How many buttholes did you give it? How many? How many right. butthole winks did you get? Out of ten <laughs> butthole winks, how many did you give it? My um, gosh. I guess an eight. Wow, that's a lot of buttholes. That is. That's a, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It was funny. All right. Well, you are right the up German there. The German Nazis. You got to fight German Nazis. Oh, I love Nazis. Nazis uh, are that, that's Actually, that's zombie, zombie Nazis. Nobby, zombie right. Nazi. Oh, my God. Zombie. Yeah, the All zombies. Right. Well, oh, my God. Ridiculous. Who knew? Who knew they were? It's up there with uh, um, Saints Row. No. Oh. Oh, like okay. that kind of ridiculousness. In fact, I think it's a little bit more ridiculous. Oh, it has to be. It's supposed to be. I hope okay. so. Well, I that's awesome. I, I, so, uh, hey, Brian, right. change your screen from that freaking tank game while we're talking. Sorry. What play? You still got that tank game going there. Oh, the hey, tank? hold on. We're going to add Dan to the call. Hold on. Which tank game? Add to group. Uh, did, it, did it work? Dan? Uh, hold on. Doing it again. You guys there? Oh, yeah. yes, we're here. We're here. Hold on. You're talking about the Terra Tech. I got you. I'm, I was like, what is it? Yeah, the Terra game is still playing on the on your screen there. Um, all right, hold on. We're going to call Dan for real. This, this Skype did its thing again, but it wasn't as bad this time. So here's this right here. Oh, give me some music. How about this? Intruder alert. Intruder alert. Ladies and gentlemen, join us now as Dan Patrice enters enters the room, and we all mark him for death and talk oh, I love to him. how... 
I love how you guys start talking about buttholes, and you're like, wait, we got to get Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Bring oh, on the buttholes. About- <laughs> exactly. Dan, buttholes. Dan is no butthole. He is a, he's a genius when it comes to tabletop gaming, and we've decided to dedicate part of the show every week to a little bit of tabletop talk, and Dan comes bearing gifts of some sort. Dan, what the hell's going on this week? <laughs> oh, not much. I, I actually decided to go with a little bit of news this week. Oh, we hey. We're changing it up a little bit. All right. So we... We all remember, uh, I know uh, earlier in the season, I guess earlier this year, we were talking about Pandemic, kind of when we were talking about uh, Forbidden Island. Yeah. And uh, I think you guys had, right. were familiar with Pandemic? A little bit. I, I was familiar in the sense that I've seen people play it, and I've heard about it, and I've seen it on shelves, but that's about it. Well, it's, it's basically a cooperative game where you're trying to save the world from, different, from four diseases that are breaking yeah. out. Yeah. Now, the news has to do with this, but first I want to give you a little bit of background uh, that kind of concerns this, this news. Now, uh, Rob Davio, who worked over at Hasbro for years, he put out a, a, an updated version of Risk. Now, we all know Risk from our childhood. It's kind of long. It's kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, Once again, but, it's, it's a mainstream board game that, that has all kinds of cool ideas, and, but just kind of got homogenized in the, you know, too many. It's just, I don't know. It's like Monopoly. It's like nobody cares. Right. When when people when you say to people, hey, I play board games, they're like, oh, what do you do, sit around and play Risk all day? Well, it's a lot more than that with some of these other games. Now, what they did was they up, updated Risk, and they, were, they called it Risk Legacy. Now, in Risk Legacy, I'm not sure if anybody's heard of this, uh, any of you guys have heard of Risk Legacy. They, they yeah. took Risk, and they, they put these little packets in there where uh, you're, it's designed to be played over basically 15 games, and the, the game changes with you. When you first... When you first play the game, you have to sign the board to say, all right, we're going to see this through. Now, they have these different packets where it's like the first time somebody gets eliminated, open this packet and things like that. And they'll, they'll give you stickers that you actually put on the board. You actually uh, put – you can uh, name a city after you've won the game. There's actually sometimes uh, when you nuke a city, you actually rip up the card from the game. What? So you mean you're like – in real life, you tear up the card? Literally tear up the card. Yeah, I mean, no. this, this is something us board gamers are, you know, it makes me shake. Just th- right, thinking about right. these different things. So the legacy part is just that the game is completely uh, changing with you. And there's really, uh, there's, there's a whole bunch of these packets in there. There's also one packet that I know I would have a problem with. It says, do not open ever. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just screaming for you. Like, I know you're just sitting there looking at it constantly. Yeah. But uh, so... What Rob did, Rob uh, got a hold of, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Leacock, Matt Leacock, who is the uh, creator of Pandemic, and they're coming out with Pandemic Legacy. So oh, they are kind of putting the two together. That was a big announcement this month. Oh, wow. So it's going to be down the road, but it's going to be amazing to see a cooperative game that you're working with the other people. Now, it could be things like, uh, you know, if you eradicate the disease in one city, maybe it's immune to it, or maybe another city just gets completely wiped out, uh, right. and you've got to rip up that city card. So, I mean, oh, this wow. is just this like... Would you have to like go uh, flush your meeples? Would that be like exactly. a possibility? That would be <laughs> you terrible. might have to scrub your meeples and make sure that they're uh, antiseptic uh, on on top of the meeples and give them some real yeah. antibiotics. Yeah, trust me, <laughs> good idea so, all around. Um, so and, and, um, when, when is this going to be shown? Like not Gen Con, but maybe later. Like what's the plan? You know what? To be honest, you may see uh, some information about this because there's all sorts of different pandemics that'll be coming out. Uh, you know, there's a co-op and there's a dice game. I mean, there's, there's there's a dice game and then there's uh one with a trader and there's one where you treat diseases. There's so many things pandemic that I bet you Matt Leacock might even have an early version to kind of talk about or maybe even just show off the box and to talk about it at a booth. But I bet either Essen you may see some more or maybe sometime next year you'll see a lot more about it. Uh, it was a big announcement. A lot of people were really excited about it. I, I mean, I think it's a perfect marriage of the two. Uh, you know the two different themes and types of games. Yeah, well, I'm 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 into all this. This sounds great. I hated Risk though growing up. Do you want to know why? 
because I hated how random it was. I hate oh, how it's just like battles and risk. Well, not that. We just go. the whole like your dice or it's everything to roll your dice. Like that's how everything is determined. And so when you go to battle another nation and you roll the dice and it sucked, well, too bad for you. It's like Vegas every time I played that game. And they um, completely changed it where you didn't have to just take over the world. You just have to get a certain amount of uh, you know, uh, victory points. Yeah. So is, if you get certain do certain things rather than just having to wipe off your your both your opponents. And you may get a different, you know, when you come back to play the next time with Risk Legacy, you may play a different faction and have different bonuses. Right, yeah. So they changed a lot of that up. Well. But um, real quick, I, what I wanted to ask you guys, I don't know if you guys have seen a lot of the things that have gone on Kickstarter with board games over like the last three or four years. Yeah, a lot. As you were mentioning, uh, man, mm-hmm. it's been some crazy. There was, there was a lady that swore after a funded campaign, she swore the uh, moon was talking to her. Yeah. The sun, and the sunspots, that poor lady, and uh, oh um, then it was a company that ran off with uh, about one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars for the doom that came to Atlantic City. That uh, that our friends over at Cryptozoic pretty much bailed them out. They just oh. decided they would oh, yeah. make the game and just go ahead and send it out to all the backers. Wow, wow. that's awesome. That was well, pretty I think cool. I remember that hearing that. about that. Yeah. Well, it's good to. I mean, I feel like there's going to be certain aspects of the industry, whether it be board gaming or video gaming, where you're going to have some, some white knights, right. They're going to be able to make good for, for others. Even Um, it's probably a lot easier for board games because it's only, you know, a few thousand dollars to, uh, to actually release a board game when you, you know, if it's not the creator, you know, the, uh, the, the designer itself, it's like the guy that quote unquote is going to publish it. That's running off with the money. The, you know, the, the designers, they want this game funded. So if you've got that asset, it's just a few thousand dollars. And then, you know, think of all the pub, the PR you get out of it. Video games, man, you're talking millions of dollars and they could just go, eh, we couldn't do it. Yeah. And Sorry. they don't have to do, I mean, be done. yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that people are most mad at with that Yogg's thing. Cause you had Lewis Brindley say the words, we're not, you know, we're not, um, what's the word? We, we're not, we're not responsible to do anything, but we're going right. to give you this free game. Uh, that, no one likes that, sa- this, that statement. That statement yeah, gives everybody right. pause. And it may be true, but being under no obligation and then doing something about it is good, and they are. But, but you know, to make sure everybody understands, you know, we don't have to do anything, but we will do something is kind of a sad side of this. The way I, the way I see this all shaking out in the future is that there is a bit of a bubble right now. This is the natural culling of that, the natural weeding out of that kind of problem. And what you end up with is a large majority of people like me. This is how I am. I, I dread Kickstarters when I've done them because I am so stressed out about making sure I do everything possibly that I can right so I don't screw up and so that I'm ever in a position where I cannot fulfill what I promise. That terrifies me. So I go all these extra lengths to try to make sure I am covered before I even think about launching it. And I got another one coming up this summer that I'm super stressed about, but I'm going to cover all my bases for the same reason. That is most people. They want to be good for what they tell you. They want to, they want to be able to give you what you've come for. And we should rest easy knowing that that is going to be the vast majority of these projects. The biggest problem with, with putting a project like that is you've got there, – there are people that will complain about the shirt you're wearing, Scott. And that's, that's just – you know, I didn't like what Scott was wearing in the video. I'm not backing this. Right. You know, there, there are people that will complain about anything with Kickstarter. Sure, of course. And you can't get away from those people either. Oh, not it's at all. It's just like anything else. It all, it all fleshes out. If you're going to do something good and you stick to your word, you're, you're fine. 
And then just be mindful if you're a person who wants to back things about what you're backing and, and look at things realistically. If a, a game developer shows up out of nowhere, has no discernible experience in the business they're in, but makes high claims about all the stuff they're going to accomplish, you might you might think about that a little bit before you... Yeah, I mean, you look at people that have the history because, uh, you know, I uh, my, my co-host, uh, Chris, is, Chris Kirkman, is Dice Hate Me Games. And, you know, when you see somebody that's put out five or six Kickstarters, and like yourself, you've done a successful Kickstarter in the past, people are going to look at that, and those are the people that you're going to get the loyalty from. Right. You know, if you see something, you know, that seems either, quote, unquote, too good to be true, or you see people that, you know, there's absolutely no documentation on their Kickstarter page of they have no testing, no videos, no game videos, <laughs> you, you're like, whoa. And you're like, how are these people yeah. getting $20,000 to back it? And, and then they like, Her mom. When it goes belly up, how did that go belly up? Yeah, you know, no, it's the same. Yeah, it's a, it is a complicated web, which is why I'm so. You see these people pumping out. I have a, well, I won't use names, but I know somebody who has done like three or four Kickstarters in a row, rapid fire style, and they've yet to deliver stuff on the first one. And be watchful for that too, like serial Kickstarter people. Mm -hmm. That's that's a bad sign. That's what soured me. Yeah. And I, well, again, like I won't say names. It's like a glorified pyramid oof. scheme. Yeah. You know, you, you get these people that are putting out three and four Kickstarters down the road just to pay for the first one that they made too good to be true that they have to now got to follow through with and actually put the game out. So then they're going to keep, they just keep pumping things out. And just people, I, I say people are just like lemmings. They're blindly backing all this stuff. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out. But it's interesting to also look at it from the game, uh, the board game perspective. And I'm, I'm happy that so many of those have gone through and so few have been weird. Uh, so let's hope that continues to be that way. And Dan will be back next week to talk about whatever rad thing comes across his table again. In the you meantime, uh, don't forget Geek Jock Blog on Twitter. Yep. Thank and, you very much. Uh, where's the show again? Remind people where they can get the it's, show. Uh, the, it's called the Geek All Stars Podcast. It's uh, you know mostly board games. That's uh, good. We'll be putting out our Gen Con preview uh, next week. And the next two weeks, uh, I talk to you guys. I'm going to be giving you guys things to buy at Gen Con. So, what? Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. Well, I can't wait. Uh, take it easy, Dan. Stay out of trouble, man. Hey, have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye, Dan. Love Dan. We do love Dan. Dan's awesome. I think yeah, Dan needs to change awesome. his Twitter handle. Dan's the man. I'm going it? to skip a lot of news because we're already in an hour. Sweet. A lot of good conversation here, but I am going to mention HBO is promoing a documentary that explores gaming addiction called Love Child. I don't know why it's called Love Child, but listen to this. When the infant of a South Korean couple addicted to online gaming died of malnutrition oh. in 2010, the trial that followed was unprecedented. It was the first legal case that ever saw uh, internet addiction used as a defense. In this movie, which premieres Monday at 9 p.m., part of the network's recently established documentary night. I love that, by the way, they're doing that. Uh, they let's see executive producer documentary and talks about the new mobility of gaming and the rise in addiction. Uh, they there's some mashable article stuff here that's kind of cool. Anyway, the point is watch for it Monday 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, or not? Let's see, is that Eastern time? Yeah, I guess so. It says Pacific yeah, too, but it doesn't say the time for Pacific. That'd be a seven. <laughs> uh, no, probably, it probably airs. What probably it? airs at both times. What it? I know. Yeah, they yeah, they they, re, they do repeat. Oh, they do like a time de yeah. delay or whatever, or whatever they're doing. I don't know, but yeah, check it out. I'm very curious how they're going to treat this uh, this issue because Next it's a hot out. it's a hot topic. You know, people can easily go too far in one direction on that topic mm -hmm. if they are not careful. I'll be uh, interested to see how even handed it is or isn't. 
Um, but I'll check it out. Maybe we'll talk about it next week when we have another show. How about that? How about that? I'll watch it. I'll watch I'm it. Down with it. All right. Brian, real quick, this penis commercial for the Vita. What's going on here? Hold on, I'm going to play it. Am I looking for a wiener or something? What's going on? No, no, no. This is this is a a a throwback. Remember those commercials that you would see during the 90s that were irreverent in in America? This is kind of like a throwback to a a, a racier time in but it's in Japan. Uh, basically they're comparing you have a a group of of school aged boys in a shower room, and they're filming them all from the chest up. Yeah, and uh, and they're looking down at one kid's area, like they're looking at we, his noodle. Yeah, like looking at his noodle, and they're all freaking out. Oh my god, it's so big, or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know what they're saying in Japan, but it's a Vita uh, the whole time. But it's the Vita the whole time. Yeah, that's, 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 funny. that's stupid. It's, it's, it's actually pretty funny. You should watch the video. If you, you, it's, it's hard to get the audio impression from that, considering that it's, it's only Japanese. Not yeah. It's all <laughs> Japanese. But yeah, but yeah, I like it. All right, Nicole, let's yes. play a little bit of the uh, the old giveaway games while we get into the next segments of the show. What do you have mm-hmm. prepared today? Is this for uh, chat room people or what? Yes, chat room people. And if you're listening and you have can safely send me a tweet at Nicole Spag. can safely send me a tweet. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Um, if you haven't already... Are people already, driving or something when they're tweeting? Or so, is, that, well, is that the thing? People are driving while they're listening on Alpha Geek Radio. Yeah. Good point. So, uh, so I have three, count them, three beta codes for Destiny on the PlayStation 4. If you're in the chat room and you haven't gotten a beta code yet, uh, send me a direct message, Nicole Spag. And I will hook you up with the code. First three people requesting those will get it. I also have a copy of Bioshock 2 to give away. Okay. Uh, that is from Josh over at uh, Tuck, or sorry, Tuck, <laughs> Teen Duck Tape Gaming. So he sent me a couple Bioshock games. So I have Bioshock 2. Okay. Again, the way that we're doing this is. You send me a private message. Don't just randomly in the chat room say, I want it. Uh, and I also have a, a number of other games, uh, including, but not limited to. Yeah. <laughs> Zenbound 2. Okay. Uh, cool. Let's see what we got. Uh, the Cave. That's that's from me. Ooh, that's, a, that's a great game. That's a great game. The Cave. I like the Cave. Which, which format is that on? Uh, this is all. These are all Steam. These are all Steam okay. codes. Yeah, yeah. Everything Steam, except for the the Destiny beta keys. Uh, we also have what else do I have here? I have a a, a pack of games: uh, Crayon Physics Deluxe, Cogs, V V V V V V, Hammer mm-hmm. Fight, Love V V V V, and Yet It Moves. Uh, there's actually a few more in there, but you get the idea. You're gonna get a whole bunch of games in that pack. I also have another one from. Another Crayon Physics Deluxe, Defcon Darwinia. Defcon uh, Darwinia. No, there's there are two separate games. One's oh. called Defcon, the other one's called Darwinia. Got it. Uh, and uh, Uplink. So that's another prize pack. So just tell me the the games that you want. And then Dungeons of Dreadmore. Let's let's do those. Dread- so gotta- Dungeons of Dreadmore is one of my favorite. Uh, what do you call them? Of the. Uh- uh, roguelikes of, of of previous oh. years. It's fantastic. Yeah. And those last three, those the two bundles and the Dungeons of Dreadmore, these are Desura keys, not oh, nice. Steam keys. Oh, yeah. Desura keys. Yeah. Desura keys. Desura. I'm sorry. I call it's it Desura. 
Is it? Dis- di- I don't know. Diarrhea. Dasura. It looks like it would be Dasura. It might be. Could be diarrhea. It looks fancy. Could be All right, di- so diarrhea. There you go. Do what you got to do, there, folks. You want to win? You want to win? Nicole will help you win. Yay! Yay! All right. Well, while that's going on, uh, let's uh, take a look here at what? Let's do old school. Why not? It's cool. Why the hell not? I can't find the thing to run it though. Here we go. Old school. It's time for Old School, where we take an old video game and we talk about it. Maybe it's one we liked, maybe it's one we didn't. In this particular case, I want to say it's something we probably don't remember very well. Looney Tunes B-Ball, 1995 on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Not just some regular Nintendo machine. Super B-Ballin'. You got your uh, Looney Tunes B-Ball basketball video game related to the SNES, uh, or released for the SNES. It was developed by the now-defunct Sculptured Software. They were a Utah connection company. Mm, Now they're gone. Not here anymore. Uh, This game is hard as hell, and just like all the stupid basketball games of yore... (laughs) Some some of that may have been ad-libbed by Brian. Maybe, but there's definitely that rubber banding effect that you're referring to here, where the, the, the... they kind of cheat and catch up too easy toward the end. Well, that's what that's what you expect from these this era uh, basketball games. You have that you NBA know, it, Jam did it, it. Yep. right? NBA Jam. You get too far. One team gets too far ahead, and therefore the other team suddenly starts making these miracle three points. Only when you're playing the computer, though. It's important to note if you're playing another player, right. that's not so much a problem. Although even in not NBA so Jam, much. you would have a there's kind of a catch up thing. So if you've got a team who's behind by 15 points and they're being played by humans. A lot of times their crazy three-pointers are going to hit when they wouldn't right. normally. But the thing is, there's none of that in this game. Oh, you great. don't get it. Okay, you don't great. get it. So if you suck like me and you think, well, I'll just throw it for a little while and uh, get behind and then come back in a blaze of glory, didn't happen. Well, did not happen. Game features two-on-two gameplay. Up to four human players can play simultaneously with the uh, SNES multi-tap. Remember that thing? I do remember that thing. That thing was crazy, and they st- and other consoles had it too. But uh, Lilu multitap, right? Right, because I think the the SNES only had two uh, controllers you could have, and you could have the multitap, which you could go to four, right, or yeah. more. Uh, I don't know, it's four more. I don't. Oh, four, four, I believe. All right. Well, four is the answer. It's good times. Uh, let's play. Let's play a clip of Brian playing it badly, poorly. Really? Here you go. It should be the name of your YouTube channel, by the way. Brian playing it poorly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should make a whole series of them. I can do that. All right, here we go. Under license by Warner Brothers. Okay, all right. Skip ahead, skip ahead. Some dialogue between Daffy Duck and uh, Bugs Bunny here. Okay, there's the main menu. All right, Brian's going to skip ahead here. Okay, here we go. Yep. Yeah. There's the ball. All right, Daffy runs. I have to admit, I kind of like the graphics. <laughs> the graphics are actually incredible. All these licensed games during this time period that Super NES was coming out with, yeah. even if they sucked, they were still fun to look at. Yeah, this I mean, looks like, all right. Remember the Ren and Stimpy games and those games where all that crap? You know what it is? It's the color palette of these games are just so much better than uh, right. they used to be. And they're nice and bright, and it looked a lot better than Genesis games. And I was a big Genesis fan, so I can't speak too much ill of that, but... Oh, right. And and the, this game is really difficult, and that makes it even more fun. And you can set, not only can you set the difficulty settings, which, by the way, I had to, had to crank it back down to one because I was at five and I was getting 
hammered. Right. So I backed down to one. But you also can increase what's called the wackiness. And what the wackiness is, oh, it allows the other uh, the other players to perform more of their special moves, such as Sylvester like throws a pie and he can hit somebody in the face. Tasmanian Devil starts spinning it around. It can knock the ball out of your hand. It's actually a pretty complicated game for an SES. Well, SNES, SNES. Uh, SES, yeah, I know the one. SNES, SNES, SNES. Uh, all right, well, there it is. In stores now. Go check it out. That's uh, Looney Tunes B-Ball. It has know. nothing to do with Space Jam. It must have been... When did Space Jam come out? Was it 90... 90... It was, it was 92? It was pretty it was early. Very, it was very close to this. It was a kind of a surprise that they didn't stick in that... You know, stick within that What was that called? NBA and Space Jam. Space Jam. Okay, hold on. We're gonna... Yeah, Space Jam. That's... Space have Jam. You, have you been to that website? Yeah, it's still there, dude. It's so old. I'm running it now. It's oh my gosh, I cannot believe that's still there. What were they doing? Never leave. Hey, hey man. Ninety six. This came out a year after this game. Ninety six. Yeah, yeah. Movie? So this this must have been. That's the reason why I wasn't touched by the Space Jam, and it makes it a very unique game. I would and, love uh, to have this. Michael Jordan, Muggsy Bogues, Bill Murray, Wayne Knight, Sean Bradley, another Utah connection. Yeah. Anyway, he was like nine feet tall and didn't really do anything. Anyway. I haven't done Space Jam on film sack yet. That's, that's that definitely. We should probably, yeah, we should probably sack that. I think that's fair to say. It is also fair for me to say at this point of the show that we are done. Woo-hoo, that is an episode. We're done. Everybody go back about your lives. We're done for this week. Next week, we'll have a brand new episode, and we'll talk more about stuff we love, like mm-hmm. video games. Yep. And I'll bet you money at the top, Brian says, I'm here to talk about video games. I'm here to talk about video games. <laughs> Hit me like up it. on Twitter if you want a game. Yeah. Or a Destiny beta key, because I got two left. Nicole's stuff, man. She's got stuff. Hit uh, me up on Twitter if you want me to say something smart. I'll give you some smack talk for free. Will you? For free? <laughs> it's a hell of a deal. Don't forget to check us out online, finalscoreshow.com. On email, you can find us, podcast at finalscoreshow.com. Make sure to follow us each for all the weird stuff we have going on, like Nicole at Nicole Spag, Brian at The Brian Dunaway, me at Scott Johnson, and the show at TFS Show. We're on Facebook. Just search for us. You can also find our Steam community at slash group slash finalscoreshow. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Nicole, and for Brian. We'll see you next time. I like playing video games. Yeah. Welcome to this week's Indie Bundle Rundown. I'm Velvet Lip. First up today, Humble Bundles. Square Enix Bundle is now live. It's offering a whopping 17 Square Enix games for as little as 15 bucks. Now, of course, there are other tiers there. There are so many games in this, from Hitman to Deus Ex franchise. I just want you all to go and check it out. It's for a good cause. It's for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Amazing. All Steam keys. You'll be there. Get it. Next up, Bundle Bandits, IndieCollection.com, available at BundleBandits.com. 15 games, $2. It is uh, mostly DRM-free and a couple of Deshura, but still kind of worth, uh, worth a little shot. Maybe something might show up on a green light someday. 
Indie Royales, the shoe bundle is also out. This is a great platformer bundle. If you don't have any of these, I suggest you get all of them because they're all really fun. Highlights are Stealth Bastard, uh, Mr. Bree, Flying, Uzi Earth Adventure, Doomed and Damned, which is on Greenlight, uh, Jack Lumber. Anyway, there's also other games coming soon. But as with all Indie Royales, their uh, current minimum always rises. So get it quick before the price goes up. Next up, Groupies has the new IBM bundle. Uh, it's done in conjunction with KissMyBundles.com. It is a wonderful little quick little bundle that came out. It's going to be up for 11 days. Um, some of the highlights are Lunar Panda Deluxe, Chip, Canyon Capers, Numba, Cairo, and I-Bomber Defense. Of course, there are some stretch goals, of course, with everything. Radical Roach is almost ready to be uh, one of the games. So check it out. Get out there. Play the games. Buy them, enjoy them, and I will see you all next week on the Indie Bundle Rundown. This has been Velvet Lip. Welcome to the Indie Investigations Indie Game of the Week segment. My name is James Bartholomew, and today I'm going to tell you about the one best indie video game released this week. This week's Indie Game of the Week is So Many Me, developed by Extend Games. An incredibly cute puzzle platformer, So Many Me puts players in the role of Philo, a small jelly-like creature that is sent by his village elders on a quest to save the world. He begins his adventure and finds an egg laying on the ground. Upon collecting this egg, a clone of him appears. This clone takes on the name Me Too and aids Philo in his quest with special powers. As the game continues, Philo finds more of these eggs and more clones. Gameplay-wise, So Many Me is a simple idea with a complex execution. You directly control Philo, the main character, as he jumps around the levels in the game. You can also order his clones to do such things as turn into stone, allowing him more platforming options and mobility, amongst other abilities. This platforming makes your mind stretch and gives you a good mental workout as you try and collect collectibles strewn through around each level. Some of these collectibles allow character customization. Musically and artistically, So Many Me looks and sounds fantastic. It's cute and lovely, and everything about it feels like something you play on the GameCube or Wii, in a great way. If you're a fan of the Kirby games, or played Swapper and looking for something mechanically similar to that, I highly recommend this game. You can pick up So Many Me on Steam for $11.99 until July 24th, when prices go up to $14.99. I am Atiagavos on Twitter, and you can find more of this content at www.initiativecheck.com. This was a small segment of Indie Investigations, a podcast that interviews indie game devs about the development process and what it's like to make a game. All my music is written and performed by Johnny Feisty. You can email indieinvestigations at gmail.com if you have anything you'd like to add or ask. Thank you very much for listening, and have a fantastic week. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.